0: Hello, and welcome to the
1: show. Hello, it's me, Rebecca, and that was Zach.
2: Ho, 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 hello, it's me, Nick Liam Ho-Ho Holmes. And you're listening to... Greeting
0: Greeting Cards Against against Humanity! Yeah. That was beautiful. Uh, We're coming back at you with some lovely greeting cards.
1: And, uh, Glad Tidings for a uh, holiday season that's happy and healthy.
0: Oh, yeah, we're we're gearing up for a big holiday here coming up. Uh, they're, they're selling greeting cards for this at every store across America right now.
2: It's probably April's most famous holiday. Not April Fool's
0: Day. Not Easter. Not Easter. Oh, but, but, okay, we're gonna it's have to... It's not always Easter, Yeah, but. we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to keep it... To, do people have April Fool's Day cards?
2: They will soon.
1: I feel like an April Fool's Day card would be a card that seems like it's for something else, and then it's not. Yeah, like you get Uh, someone a Valentine's Day
2: card, and you're like, you'll (laughs) die alone, April Fool's.
1: (laughs) Or a card that's like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. April Fool's.
0: Oh, oh we have to. Uh, we have a special guest with us today, Nick Liam Holmes. Ho-ho-Holmes. Ho-ho-Holmes. Ho, 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 All the way from the fifth floor of the Colonial Building.
2: Yes, hello, thank you so much for having me on Greeting Cards Against Humanity. It really means the world.
0: <laughs> now, Nick, well, what, what dawned on you to make you want to come on this podcast?
2: Well, I just think that the, uh, the subject of Greeting Cards as an art form is so important for society to know about, and I think that I have a lot of... Uh, expertise on various subjects that I could, uh, hopefully bring to light later on in the episode. Oh.
0: Well, we can look forward to that, Reb.
1: Indeed. Uh, you all may also recognize Nick Liam Ho-Ho Holmes' voice from the never-aired podcast Limes and Mimes, now defunct. (laughs) Oh, was
0: that your two, was that the podcast that you two had together?
2: Yes, it was me, Rebecca, and Alex Morand, uh, with Chris Gavin as a producer, and... Um. Those recordings are Richard. lost in lost time and space. Air. Yes. Were they actually
0: lost? Yep.
2: Yeah. Was it Was it a good recording session? It was beautiful. You have no uh, idea. W- we answered questions that the world needed to know.
0: Well, at the end of this episode, we'll have uh, we'll have things that should be, where we'll talk about things that should be in this world, and I think we have some good things lined up.
1: I, I think so as well, but they will remain in the dark until the end of the episode. Mm-hmm.
0: So, maybe in the meantime, we should get back to talking our, about our best frenemy in the whole world, the Hallmark Corporation.
1: Oh, I didn't realize we were at frenemy status. I don't
0: know. Um,
1: they well, are useful. In
0: between these two episodes, the Hallmark Corporation wrote me a letter. I didn't tell you about this. Oh,
1: no. You, oh. Sh- you really should have told me about it this. It was a
0: cease and desist letter telling d- us that if we aired another podcast, they would sue us.
2: Is that an official declaration of frenemyship? Well, I think so.
0: But it they
1: will.
2: they said, oh, uh, we laughed a lot, but we're going to sue you. Okay. And they
1: sent it in a card that they was sent like, it in hey, a- friend, just oh. wanted to say, dot, dot, dot.
2: Hallmark yeah. now has cease and desist cards. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah, that's a, they don't send out any, like, letters. It's just, like, greeting cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did show I it to you, so. Rebecca. Yeah. Now I remember. So. Okay, um, do you want to get to our first card of the day?
1: Um, sure.
0: Well, we teased this a little
2: bit.
1: Uh, this relates to the greatest holiday in the month of April.
2: Possibly the year. Let's, let's, all, let's, let's yeah, be real. Let's all let's
0: say it
1: together.
2: Real. Okay, three... Two, one, administrative, administrative professionals, professionals day.
1: day. Uh, you may have noticed that Nick's voice didn't match up with ours because of his accent. <laughs> he, he pronounced it different. administrative differently. Administrative.
2: Administrative. Administrative <laughs> professionals day.
1: Oh, that's nice, nice. I apologize. Okay,
2: so
0: we have this lovely card,
2: and um, it, should we talk <laughs> about what administrative
0: professionals day is? Oh well, on um, this actually, we'll read the blurb first. Yeah, Do- this is
1: included on the card, in case you were wondering why there was a card for it. Okay. Why um, you're
2: receiving it? Well, yeah,
1: well, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I don't think this is... Maybe re- surprise.
0: I don't think this is really a reason
2: for it, but, uh... I mean, if you're a CEO and you wake up one day with five billion cards stacked on your desk from all of your employees, <laughs> Tim Cook... This is why. (laughs) Um, Reb, you can read the back.
1: All right. Administrative Professionals Day was established in 1952 at the suggestion of, guess who, the International Association of Administrative Professionals, it it exists, uh, to recognize the administrative workforce and their increasing contributions to business. The day is observed on the Wednesday of Administrative Professionals Week, the last full week in April. So we're a little early, but we want to get the... Word out now yeah. so you can buy all your cars. Yeah,
0: like we need to like celebrate these CEOs. Like, I mean, like, their paychecks are not enough for the amount of contributions. And greed that they bring to our society.
2: Yeah, and I also think it's very important to know that uh, CEOs are so good at being intuitive and knowing what to do that they invented the holiday for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's like Mother's Day being invented by mothers being like, hey, you know what would be great? If you celebrated us. I think that's a special selfless kind of selfishness. Well, you
0: know, Mother's Day wasn't invented by mothers. It was invented by the Hallmark Corporation.
2: Everything was invented I by
0: the Hallmark Corporation.
1: I was Professionals Day. So I,
0: I, was food. I think Christmas was invented by Hallmark.
1: To
2: I'd people. believe it.
0: You know, they're like, we. how could we send more cards? What if we, like, celebrated Christmas with greeting cards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a very controversial opinion. Yeah. but uh, Charles you know
1: Schultz tried to challenge it. In Peanuts Christmas. But, but then uh, again, every, down every
2: Christmas I get a Peanuts out. card. So, sorry, Chuck, you're a sellout.
0: Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna read the card, I guess. Okay. It says, thinking of you on Administrative Professionals Day. I don't and know, all
1: right. We shouldn't open the card yet. We should describe the yeah. photo. Yeah,
0: there, there's a bunch of like paper coffee cups, and then in the middle there's a mug. I don't, I don't really know what that means.
2: I mean, I think it's suggesting the administrative professional is the mug in a line of paper coffee cups. He's the one who he or she. It is 2015 is the one who stands out among the rest of the fucking trash.
0: She or she are not binary pronoun, Nick.
2: I don't think there are any administrative professionals that fit outside the gender binary just yet. You can't, you can't assume that. You're right, I'm wrong.
1: Okay, you can't assume that. The this. mug is also blue, so it's for men only. I
0: don't... Know. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, ba- all our administration professionals what are baby that?
1: boy. <laughs> Sorry, am I sassing you right now? <laughs> um, also, I think it says that an administrative professional is solid and sturdy, but also incredibly breakable.
0: What? I think it also says... Secretly Their egos...
1: Egos. <laughs> <laughs> their egos can be bruised. You gotta be careful.
0: The only... Person who could afford an actual mug is this, the administrative professionals, because they're the only people at the company that don't get paid eight fifty an hour.
1: <laughs> I would argue though, it's more expensive <laughs> to buy coffee in a disposable cup in from Starbucks run. every day than to make your own coffee in a mug.
0: Wow! Well, well, we've yeah, got a real
2: administrative professional over here. Like, yeah. Thinking about all these fiscal decisions. Well,
0: I, I know, but it's like still saying like, oh, well, the, the rug is worth more than the paper cup. Well, yeah,
1: it's saying that all the workers are just flimsy, yep. replaceable, mm-hmm. which means you can pay them less for what they are.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've been taking
1: a class on Karl Marx this semester, so
2: we also have no idea if there is any liquid in the containers. It could solely cold be blood. advertising. This,
0: cold, this card looks like it's a. It's a. I'm playing with it right now. It looks like it's a three fold, but except it's like glued together.
1: I think they just together. wanted to make the the front of it sturdier.
0: Yes. So oh it's yeah,
1: double
2: folded. Wait, uh, I it
0: says that. the inside. Can we read the inside of the card, yes, Nick? But
2: I'm using it as a spy um, hole. Right?
0: Okay, Nick. Okay, we're recording right now, Nick. This is not time I, for your childish if games. If only you
1: could see him. Maybe it's secretly a pocket that you can put money in. Oh yeah, but you then can put it put falls out, out, out of the bottom. One million dollar paycheck. So it doubles paycheck. as an April Fool's Day card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So the inside says, "Uh, working with someone as special as you adds a wonderful spirit to all that we do." Oh, it's like Dr. Seuss wrote this or something.
2: Working with. Yeah. With, not for. So this could be oh. from another administrative professional. Because mm. they are a very self-congratulatory group of people. True. The,
0: the other side says, That's why today you deserve a big cheer for the way you brighten things up
2: around here. <sighs> Through giving the employees electricity and lighting in their and
1: cave. For being a blue mug.
2: This kind of makes me sad.
0: Um, can also- we... It just does. Can we move on to the next card? <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs>
2: do
0: we, administrative are we
2: done? Professionals.
0: We're then. done with this card, I think. Don't
1: forget about the Administrative Professionals in your life. Yeah.
0: Please
1: send them a There's card. There's,
0: like, lots of cards everywhere for this holiday. Yeah. I'm really
2: surprised. Yeah, there was a large selection. We actually had to think and choose about this card yeah. just to think about how up-and-coming this holiday is and how the landslide of culture it will bring. Mm-hmm. 2016 every card's gonna be for Administrative Professionals Day. Yeah. Uh,
0: every
1: do, card. Do you want to move on? Yep, sure. Because
0: right. we're already 10 minutes in, right. and last last week's episode was 20 minutes long. Sorry, so we're already friends. shaping up to be longer for this one. All right. I'm just trying to keep things orderly. You know what I mean? He's the keep Administrative ever-
1: Professional yeah, of exactly. this uh, podcast. I'll offer you a card. Okay, All right.
0: uh, Reb has one to talk about.
1: Here's one. Okay... This is, how do I describe it? It's got some blurry people in a green background. I don't know how to describe it. It's an ugly card to begin with. Uh, But the sentiment is kind of creepy. So it says, I love looking for you in a crowded place, spotting you at last, catching your eye, seeing you smile, watching you walk my way, dot, dot, dot. And then on the inside, it says, In that moment, every other thought drops away and I, all I'm thinking is, here he is. Here comes everything I need. Oh my Happy gosh. anniversary.
0: This is the worst card. This is like. Dude, the I'm amount of m- misogyny running <laughs> rampant in Hallmark right now is very disrespectful.
1: Yeah. I- but- What do you want to say?
2: I would say that's not an anniversary card for a married couple. That's an anniversary card that an ex-husband would send to his (laughs) wife, former wife.
1: But uses the pronoun he.
2: Oh, really? Like, it's like the
0: wife is buying it for the husband.
2: Oh, so this is a case of stalking, because as we know, women are crazy.
1: Maybe the, I That's if the, if the I got if husband it. wanted to send that to his wife. He could just write in an S in front of the he. Probably <laughs> here what? she is. Here comes everything I need. But
0: I feel like it implies that like a man like is just providing for the woman. Oh, excuse me, sure. excuse me. You could hear that, Nick. Put that cane down. Sorry.
1: Um, Zach. Nick <laughs> needs that cane.
2: <laughs> I have a disability. Nick. Nick. Nick.
1: Everyone knows.
2: Okay, yeah, okay, let, let's the continue.
1: The Santa Claus of Administrative Professional Day. <laughs> 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 oh, a cane. oh, It's part of his costume.
0: Okay, so, uh,
1: yeah. Rem? So, yeah, I think that's the biggest problem, is that it's saying, here comes everything I need. Yeah. I guess maybe it's supposed to be sweet, like, oh, you complete me, but, uh... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Here,
0: he, he, he pays for dinner... He buys me. He buys me jewelry. I'm
1: literally lost in a crowd.
0: Yeah, he's the Unless you're here, I'm hunting you in a crowd. He's the breadwinner. You know, he's always winning that bread.
1: Nick makes a good point. I'm hunting you in a crowd because there is someone holding a gun in this picture. Oh my! Are you
0: serious? No. We'll post the pictures on the Facebook page. Like us on search uh, "Greeting Cards Against Humanity" on Facebook, and you'll find us. Yeah. Um, I think we should skip this and just go on to our commercial break. How's that sound? Okay. Because I think we're running
2: low on time. All right. All right. Is this okay? We yes. Just, we could push this over to next week. All right. Okay. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. All right. So today's episode of Greeting Cards Against Humanity is brought to you by Butterfly. That's right. The melodic beverage inspired by the magic of Mariah Carey. You will find it in its weird... Oddly, not cylindrical container. Pink, like the magic of Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you, butterfly water, with your citric acid, malic acid, sodium benzoate, potassium sorbate, sucralose, red 40, and blue 1. That's what I want for a beverage. Let me take a sip of this delicious drink right now. What the fuck was that? <coughs> <coughs> Butterfly water from Mariah Carey, and we're back. Hello.
0: That was a great yeah. commercial, Nick.
1: Thank you to our sponsor, Butterfly by Mariah Carey.
0: Oh, wait, do, do we want to <coughs> talk? I realized that we want to have a break here, so we could talk about re- that card.
1: Okay, let's let's get it out.
0: Okay, so I found another card. It's a get well card. But it's a a little... Oh, you just
1: spoiled it. Oh, you know... Partially. Oh, kind
0: of. Not really. Alright. Okay, do you want to read
1: it, Reb? I just read the last one. Okay.
0: What's gray, wears sneakers, and brings greetings of cheer? You could say it, Reb.
1: Oh, I want to give the audience a second to think over the potential Uh,
0: answers. It's a a riddle, you know?
1: Gray, wears sneakers, greetings of cheer. ringing any bells? Uh, I think I
2: might know what it is. What What do you think? Uh... Probably a get well elephant. That's it! it. A get well elephant. It's an
0: elephant that has sneakers and holds flowers. It's not even
1: anatomically very incorrect. It probably wouldn't be able to stand if that elephant existed in real life. It looks
0: like a jelly bean (laughs) with a face. Also, it's
2: in a circus, so it's probably being abused.
1: Yeah, it's being coerced into wishing you well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we should wish this elephant well, has really. true. Detusked? It has yeah, no,
0: there tusks.
2: Are no tusks.
0: no
1: tusks.
2: <laughs>
0: this is really
1: disturbing. <laughs> they needed some extra tusks for the movie Tusk. This is the so mo- they, they cut them off to get well, elephant. Poor guy.
2: Yeah. I hope he gets well. This is the
0: most disturbing card ever. Just look for it on the Facebook page.
1: Um, I think also a thing that we were discussing before the podcast is the fact that um, s- sneakers seem central to the existence of the get well elephant.
2: Yes, because the riddle isn't just what's gray and brings cheer, which you would answer with a get well elephant. But the riddle has an extra layer of difficulty when they say <laughs> wear sneakers, as if to throw you off with other gray things that wear sneakers and bring cheer, like my grandma. <laughs>
1: Your grandma's grey.
0: Grey grey hair, I guess? I oh okay. no, not really. My grandmas don't even have grey hair. I just said it for the humorous effect, I guess. I'm
1: sorry I spoiled your joke. Did your uh, grandma
0: wait, do we have a gr- do you either do you have a
2: grandma's uh, my grandmas no? are um
0: they're dead.
1: Me too?
0: Oh. Well none of us have grandmas with grey hair. RNP.
2: But Well uh, my grandma is grey because we cremated her, so oh, ashes. Are
1: ashes grey?
2: Yeah, but we didn't put her in sneakers. Oh wait. She's in an urn. She's in an urn made out of sneakers.
1: But I keep my sneakers with, pa- I mean my urn with a pair of sneakers under them. So
0: it's <laughs> Rebecca's so, grandma. So we've
1: solved the riddle.
0: You
2: look at
1: the ashes and it just makes you
0: it's happy. A, the the answer is Rebecca's grandma. <laughs> in oh man. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. And my
1: parents aren't listening to this. We we didn't tell. Uh, Very disrespectful.
0: We didn't tell Nickleum Holmes. That, uh we, we didn't tell the audience that Nick Liam Holmes is actually an expert.
1: Yeah, he is an administrative professional himself, if you couldn't tell from his uh, authority with which he's been speaking. Um, should we introduce him as yeah. his official title? His
0: official title. Go, give uh, it.
1: The Dean of Kincaidology, for those of you who are fans of Thomas Kincaid or not fans <laughs> at all.
0: Please explain your affiliation with uh, Thomas Kincaid and greeting cards.
2: Well, as we all know, Thomas Kincaid, may he rest in peace, is the painter of light. He has done many works for uh, the uh, United States Americana cultural just products and also for the Disney Corporation. Uh, In his passing, the Hallmark Corporation has made a variety of cards featuring his works and various messages. Uh, uh, I have brought one example with us today for the show. Let me please just uh, bring it up. Uh, yes, I have one of my intern students bringing it. Yes, uh, thank uh, you, Alexander. Uh, oh.
1: We don't reference interns by name. Oh. We'll just bleep that out.
2: Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, this one on the cover says, A Get Well Prayer for You. And it features a house with a red thatched roof, a lighthouse, and light behind it. There's a crashing wave just to bring that more colour and light. Thomas Kincaid is the painter of light, of course. And it says on the inside, The one who created you, knit you together, who knows you and all of your ways, will surely be near with his healing and love as you go through these difficult days. It's a rhyming prayer, because as we all know, God loves poems. May God heal your body and lift your spirit as only he can, praying you'll feel better soon. So, my thesis that has received me the position of Dean of Kincaidology, is that Thomas Kinkade is the Facebook Aunt Share of artists in the American lexicon. In addition for making stuff religiously, he's also worked with the Disney Corporation, and he's also worked largely for profit. If you find any of his original works, you'll find they're outrageously expensive. There is no limit to how much you can buy them for, and also they have a very commercial vibe to them. You may notice the fact that he is selling a prayer. A prayer. Something that should be very individual and very spiritual has now been mass manufactured for someone to buy in addition to one of his shitty fucking paintings. Well said.
0: Thank you, Nick. Well, I feel, like the, I feel like the, I commer- feel like the like the merging of like the commerciality and the personal and like the person, how personal these things are, is kind of like one of our big criticisms of greeting cards.
2: Yes, and I think it's very interesting how the Hallmark co- Corporation has created such a good synergy with someone who really represents the commercialization and the making of money off of something as personal as spiritual connection. You'll see that his paintings are very paint by numbers. He's trying to profit off of other people's faith. He's done various pictures of Jesus that he's then sold. Does it go to charity? Fuck no. It goes to Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> the estate of Kincaid. Of course. May he rest in peace.
1: Oh He also sells his stuff on QVC, I'm pretty sure. I've seen that.
2: <laughs> I wanna, I wanna yeah,
1: rec- he's dead too, right?
2: Yes, and you will find his work in no museums because he's not a fucking artist
0: i i uh I went on a cruise once, and all they sold there it was Thomas Kincaid fainting. Was it a Disney cruise? No, it's the Royal Caribbean oh. disappointing um
1: side note uh, I just want to point out that Nick used the word synergy, thus proving that he is an administrative professional well
0: yeah we we want to celebrate you you know on administrative professionals day.
2: I knew that's why you brought me onto this show. I knew something was coming.
0: do you want to move on to our last segment
1: yeah um. This is our final segment, a recurring segment over two episodes.
0: Let's say it together: things,
1: things that, that should, should be. Whoa, who wants to start? Uh, I'll Red. Start. Okay. Um, it's Monday, and I know people are uh, like to make jokes about how they hate Mondays, but I think. I think the public is generally accepting that those jokes aren't funny anymore, if they were to begin with. So now it's becoming a problem people should stop joking about joking about Mondays. Anyway, this is that's not relevant. My thing that should be is uh people need to stop saying that they can't function without a cup of coffee cuz honestly, you're just like bragging about your addiction to a drug. How am I supposed to respond to that? It's not an excuse. For you to not do anything. I don't know what I'm saying.
0: I know what you're saying, Rev. <laughs> I think that I came from a very deep place.
1: <laughs> it's highly personal. Because I can function without a cup of coffee in the morning. Okay. That's good. You should be glad that you're alive.
0: I, I had like five cups of coffee
2: today, Reb.
1: I I mean, I had a cup of coffee. And I had some tea.
2: Um... I don't even drink coffee, but I do say to people all the time, don't talk to me until I've had my first cup of coffee of the day. <laughs> just because I don't want to be bothered by other humans.
0: So, so oh. so they, ne- so like, you never have your first cup of coffee of the day, so you never so want to be talked to.
2: Yeah, that's true. just my way of it's saying, be gone, I never want to talk to you. Wow. Well, and th- they all know that. Yeah. Uh. I feel
1: like, yeah, that joke should be put in the bucket with Thomas Kincaid paintings, Maxine, um napkins and cards and uh, things about I like my men, like I like my chocolate, <laughs> rich, dark, and hand whatever. I don't know.
0: <laughs> um well anyway. do you want me to talk about my yeah, thing that should on. be? My thing that should be is
2: Bibs. What's bibs? Don't bibs already exist?
0: No. Uh Bibbs is this lady who works in restaurants. And you know like, how, like people get stuff all over their clothes.
1: Yeah, sure yeah, like are slabs. Like spaghetti
2: sauce and juices and yeah. I'd never enter a restaurant without leaving covered in sauce.
1: I'd like to roll around in my food before I eat it, so I understand where you're coming from.
2: Well
0: you never have to worry about that again, cause here comes Bibbs is this old woman who works in restaurants. Like there's one in like I want there to be one in every restaurant across America. And then if you drop food all over all over your shirt, she comes in and starts she, she, um, she has, like, a belt of tied-to-go pens, you know, like a, like, like a tool belt, but it has tied-to-go pens on it. And then she goes, and she bleaches, and she scrubs, and she scrubs your shirt until all food is gone from it.
1: I endorse that. I get behind that. Bibs.
0: How aggressively is she going to do it? Incredibly aggressively. She gets to work. She gets to work. Like, you're just in the Olive Garden, you got pasta all over you. Out comes bibs, out here, uh, oh it's me bibs, oh ho, ho and scrubbing, tied to go pen, when you get home and you take off your shirt, you take off your shirt and bleached into your chest is the word bibs. That's an incredible business model.
1: How often can you be serviced by bibs?
0: Well, whenever you go to a restaurant, you know, it's part, it's included in the gratuity.
1: Will her signature deepen every time she cleans you? Yes. Will it eventually just, like, be on my heart?
0: Bibs is already in your heart, Ram. Okay. okay. Things that should be. Whenever
1: she's in my heart, is she on my heart? Quick,
2: quick, what? I'm eating spaghetti at home. I get sauce all over me in the privacy of my own house. What happens?
0: Okay, well, you have to get the Bibs app, then. Okay. And there's Bibs, a, it's, a, it's about 4, four ninety nine a month. And what you can do is, after you eat and get stuff all over you... You, they send you this button in the mail, and it says Bibs on it. And you press the Bibs button, and within five minutes, Bibs arrives at your
2: doorstep. Okay, so four ninety nine a month. Uh, as an administrative professional, I can tell you that's far underneath the minimum wage. What is the pay model that Bibs gets in return? Well,
0: it's not under the minimum wage, because Bibs only comes to your house for five minutes. Like, Bibs is like an Uber. Bibs, like, keeps rotating around from house to house.
2: okay. Okay, so it adds up. I was just wondering if she was a person or this entity that just came around to... outside of time and space to clean off food from people's shirts. Right?
1: How is she getting... do you have to pay for her transportation?
2: No,
0: it's uh, covered by the government.
1: Okay, so is, is this a government service? Yes. Okay.
2: Thanks, Obama. No, seriously, I just get sauce all over myself.
1: I, you know what? Have you ever seen a stain on Obama? No,
2: I
0: think Bibs already exists in the White House.
1: They probably test to get out there.
2: Give the Bibs to the people and the power to the people. <laughs> you know,
0: um, you could get Bibs Premium for ten dollars a month, and then Bibs comes and lives in your house with you. And
1: we'll go out to dinner with you.
2: See that? that then the wage solution you brought in the previous example has just been demolished. <laughs> well, Bibs gets to live with you for free. Oh, so room and board. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: gets ten dollars a month.
1: Do you have to feed Bibs?
0: Bibs eats the scraps off your shirt.
1: Good.
0: Don't want her starving. All right, Nick. So what's your things that should be?
2: Um, I'm gonna say, uh, world peace. What? World peace. The end of wars and hunger. Um. Uh...
0: Okay. Well,
1: interesting.
0: I don't know about that.
2: (laughs) I mean, who
1: actually wants that?
2: I don't think that's very realistic, Nick. I think if we had world peace, people would stop making coffee jokes. Is that tying you over, Rebecca?
0: If there was world peace, would bibs be a thing?
2: Bibs would be free for every man, woman, and child. I want my free bibs. Okay. Well, I, I like that. I guess. Would
1: everyone get cards? Would there be a holiday for every job?
2: Uh, World Peace would be founded on the uh, desecration and destruction of the Hallmark Corporation. Oh my, I love this.
1: But then how are we going to send World Peace Day cards?
2: Everyone will be so happy they'll have the feeling they just received a greeting card constantly without the need to send one.
1: So empty and impersonal.
2: That's magic. That's utopia. wait! I think
0: that's about it for our episode today.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, Yeah. thank you so much for having me. This has been... Greeting cards...
1: Against...
0: Humanity!
2: I'm Zach. I'm Nick Holmes.
1: I'm Rebecca Todaro.
0: We'll see you next time on the podcast.